Welcome to Voice It with Fran Lavoie. I am your host, Fran Lavoie. And after a little hiatus, I'd like to thank you for listening on everywhere you can hear podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podstitcher, um, just to name a few, Anchor FM specifically. And I'd like to thank you all for your support. Um, as I just talk about whatever I want to talk about on this podcast. And yeah, I appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let's voice it. So our beloved Tyrese Gibson, R&B singer, previous model, actor, just a jack of all trades, For some people, a mental case. Um, I would say to that, that there's been a lot of strange activity going on with him over the past 10 years from his tumultuous relationships, his custody battles. Who can forget? What more do you want from me? Who could forget that? You know, um, with uh, his daughter Shayla in his first marriage and now going through this custody battle with Samantha Lee Gibson after his three-year marriage, which is ending or has ended in divorce, to relationships and the rise and fall of the wonderful group TGT with him, Genuine, and Tank just his feuds with The Rock and just upside down relationships that he's had with cast members in the Fast and the Furious um, sagas or franchise. And, you know, just all these things going on with Tyrese to the loss of his mother and his sister. And, you know, I believe his, his father as well, you know, don't quote me on that. Now, to his on and off relationship with Zelly Timothy. Now, the theme of this podcast lately has just been relationships, mental health, and how we can build healthier situations and connections around each other. I last spoke about Christian Rock. I spoke about several other relationships at the beginning of this podcast. Now we're going to talk about Tyrese and Zelly Timothy and their up and down in what I see, very toxic relationship. I always come from a place of relatability. I don't come from a place of dragging. This is all for public consumption. So as a result, I'm going to speak about it and spill some tea of my own. Now I'm going to voice it. So it was just announced that Tyrese is being ordered to pay 10K a month in child support for three-year-old daughter that he shares with Samantha Lee. And I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that, um, I'm going to shout him out first, um, Rodney The Voice, who is on YouTube. 
Um, please go support him. I love watching his content and his reviews and commentary. But he was talking about child support and, you know, how if children are used to a particular lifestyle, when the parents divorce, they shouldn't have to sacrifice that lifestyle. If the money is available for them to still maintain that lifestyle, what happened in the relationship between their mom and dad has nothing to do with how they were living prior, you know? So unfortunately their relationship didn't work. I know he went through that whole situation with, you know, Shayla's mother and it looks like he's paying upwards, if not more, of 20K a month in total in child support. And I mean, it is what it is. It sucks, but it is what it is. If we want to be shady, you know, before he got married, he did put that messy post up about, you know, with that with that wig, with the that terrible wig. He was like, you know, we could tell it's a wig. Black ladies, you need to stop wearing wigs. Show your natural hair. You are beautiful, black Nubian queens. Then he showed up with Samantha Lee calling her a black queen. And she came out and was like, I'm, I'm not, I am who I am. And phenotypically, she does not subscribe to a African American or just full on black descent. She may have some black in her, but Tyrese, you had to cut the buffonery there. She wasn't this black Nubian goddess that you were making her out to be. So I digress on that. So, you know, he posted this uh, tribute to um, <laughs> Kirk Franklin and his wife because they were having an anniversary. And he was like saying how it should have been him and Samantha Lee. He doesn't know what went wrong. But in December of 2020, during their divorce, you know, finalization and proceedings, he was seen with Zelly Timothy who, beautiful girl, um, I believe she's Dominican and Asian, beautiful, beautiful lady. And um, she's a influencer, model, you know, brand ambassador, all those things. And so they start dating. And in a source, he's, he says, look, she's not a rebound despite his ongoing divorce. And I mean, that's cool, you know, congratulations to them. I mean, for me, when I see a relationship like that, I see, I see rebound vibes because you're not over your marriage and whether the relationship between you and your wife is over. I will always feel like it's too soon, but I can't judge people and how they move. It is what it is, right? They chose to move forward in this relationship. She knew he was getting a divorce. You know, some people think, you know, yeah, you know, it's, I, I can just jump into a relationship with a person. I mean, I've been there and I've done that. Like, okay, you know, this person said that they're ready. Let's go, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, as soon as the person got divorced, I was like, oh, okay, well, 
they're divorced, so technically I'm not doing anything wrong. But I'll go a little bit into that about myself a little bit later and why I think it's a mistake because I'm not speaking just from observation. I'm speaking from experience and uh, we'll dive into that. But their relationship, you know, some people say is worse than the Christian rock and blue face because of the level of toxicity. So they were doing some wild stuff, posting some wild things, you know, just putting their sexual life on blast. Like, okay, this is cool, but I don't want to listen. But they were. And eventually, it was reported that they called it quits. And it looked like they had broken up more than once. And Tyrese, as we all know, you know, may I reiterate, what more do you want from me? Like he, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. And as much as, you know, I find him to be very talented and, you know, all that wonderful stuff, just, I know that I express myself on social media and I'm unapologetic for it, but and people might call me crazy for how I post it and how I voice myself. But I feel like his posts are very erratic and very emotionally charged and impulsive because then he backpedals and it's crazy. So this summer when they broke up or probably a little bit in the spring, probably going into summer. So... In this post, he shares it with a video of a snake choking another animal. Then he says, stop trying to convince me that your daughter is not a snake. I just want to be released from this strong devilish allure, the sexual seduction of a masterful manipulator who knows how to convince everyone she's not mean of there to kill you. There's a lot of typos here. Please, God, release me. Release me from your poison. Release me from your stronghold. Release me. I belong to the kingdom. I have so much more work to do. I'm single now. Now I want everyone to DM, have fun with at Zelly Timothy. She's verified now and she wasn't ready to be married. She wanted to go big Zane, live her best life. Dot, dot, dot. I want to get married and settle down and really, really nest and embrace the comforts of this family and married life. I smoke hookah at home every day, so I don't want to be in your clubs or around women. I want to stay home and be the hardworking family man I am. So, yes, very emotionally charged. <laughs> very emotionally charged. Then, you know, he posts a picture, you know, of some other woman and, you know, she looks to be like of Asian descent or have that kind of look about her. And he put, dang, I think I have a type now. She posted this, not me. I just followed the sexiest people on Instagram and get in trouble for liking their post. I just want to feed you and we go to church together. I'm lost out here without my wife and family. I can't be stable if my home isn't stable. 
Stability is important. I got the money. I got the mansions. I got whatever you need. I just need to figure out how to get married and stay married for the rest of my life. Who has the secret? I'm ready to listen and lean. I'm thinking meant to say learn. Then he posts this video of DJ Envy, who is a renowned DJ and over the past 12 years has been one of the co-hosts on the popular Power 105 show, The Breakfast Club, in the morning. So he posted this and Tyrese is credited for helping DJ Envy repair his marriage. You know, he always shouts out Tyrese for helping him out. So he writes, as the video is showing DJ Envy, this is the face of an honorable, good, good man who works hard to keep his Puerto Rican facial hairs trimmed to perfection. Because the, the gag is, is that because he's so light-skinned and I guess his hair is a certain way he, he's Puerto Rican. Um, like one of those Puerto Rican New York dudes. He keeps his hair trimmed to perfection and he sits across from his co-host Angela Yee and DJ Envy, who are the co-hosts of the most dangerous morning show called The Breakfast Club. They are a match made in heaven. You never want to ranch the show unless they're all there. Okay. Um, swipe and see my message to the star of the show at sea. The God talk your ish, bro. I'm coming to see you, King, and it's going to be the biggest ratings and viewership in years. Like at Floyd Mayweather, Floyd made ah, at Floyd Mayweather, sorry, and Evander Holyfield, two different weight classes. Holyfield was the biggest boxer in the world who's who sold King at Rich Forever a Super Mansion. And Floyd Mayweather travers, travels on Air Mayweather. So where do you want to land? I, the end. I want the mansion and the family and the wife and four-wheelers and the 700 acres and to be the best friends with the mayor of Atlanta and have Corruptlo Dollar Mega Church three minutes UK the street for me. We all live in the ATL because I'm almost sure Jesus walked on the ground of Atlanta that we as a culture have so much there. I'm in Buckhead, holla at me, but please come see me with my future wife. I'm single now and hate this ish every day. I hate it, bro. I hate it. If you asked what did at See the God say or do to me recently, nothing. I'm still festering and harboring feeling from ish I the past you know he was emotionally he was in his feelings so yes so you know Zilly was just like Zelly I'm sorry she was I'm just gonna post like relatable inspirational relationship posts on my story to respond to this and she put I saved some people's reputation by not telling my side of the story. It's best to stay silent through the storms. Bad people usually destroy themselves in the process of trying to destroy you. You cannot create a strong, intimate relationship with someone who's in the habit of ignoring what they feel or consistently running away from the unhealed parts of themselves. 
When distance is created between us and ourselves, it is also created between us and other people. I mean, I have to agree. It's, it's become ridiculous at this point between them. You know, and Tyrese has his share of drama with other people. Like I said, you know, he had drama with The Rock. Of course, his first ex-wife, now his second ex-wife. He had issues with, you know, some cast members from The Fast and the Furious. You know, he had one of the, I thought was a great idea with TGT, Tyrese, Genuine, and Tank. And he ruined that because he wanted more money because allegedly he thought that he was the biggest star out of the group. In my opinion, it is genuine, even with his bad dancing and all these days, genuine. Once you hear Pony, I've never seen, I have been in groups and Pony has come on and I've seen the Caucasians, Asians, whites, his, I, I said Caucasian already, Hispanics. I've seen everybody and they mama young and old run to the dance floor and they do their little two-step to that song. So personally, Genuine is the biggest star in that R&B group with the best hits and all, but Tyrese thought so. So financially, they just wasn't working it out. The group is over and it's like there's so many things that he'll single-handedly ruined. I mean, even like things with Dr. Dre, like allegedly he ruined a deal with Dr. Dre too. You know, if child, just by opening his mouth and just talking and a video had leaked and it's like, okay, Tyrese, I need you to be quiet. And when he went on that rant about his, you know, daughter, and, and just wanting, he just wanted his baby, you know, it, look, when he had that shirt or that hoodie that said Shayla rocks, look, I'm all for a man loving his child, but man, he was wilding. Then he, I remember him putting, and this was like a post in the league of like some medication he was on. So he just been wilding child. It's, it's been a wild ride with your boy. So, <laughs> he put up, I guess a few months later, a, a, a post of her, Zelly Timothy, you know, with, with a, a drink in her hand. And it looks like he was in his feelings and Looked like he just wanted to let her know that he still loved her. And he said, look, because certain folks never post about what they're thinking and feeling in life or relationships doesn't mean that they're not going through anything. I publicly came at you. You definitely posted with some choice words towards me first. <laughs> this don't teach you to just apologize. I don't know what. But my words were more harsh and hurtful. And so for that, Zelly, I want to publicly apologize. No one knows what the future holds, but we all know who the future, we all know who hold the future and that's the Lord. This time apart has taught us both a lot, some good and some bad. Peace is all I want, peace of mind and stability. I still love you and I just hope I can understand you more one day. 
Vibrations, vibrations will rub you with harmony or rub directly against you. Prayers for better vibrations, joy, magic, blissful levels of happiness. So that was his public apology to Zelie Timothy. And she apologized as well. And she put up, Tyrese, when we first got together, we promised each other that we would not let anything get in the way of our love, not exes or social media. Yet we've been getting in the way of our love. I will not get into anything about what you've done and said. I can only speak for myself. The things I've done have made you so sad. You chose to break that promise. Whether I'm right or wrong, I'm sorry. All I ever wanted for us was to be happy. Going through your divorce, your mother's passing, your sister, and now your father with you has been hell. And being your way of escape has been beautiful. But there were times I let my stubbornness get in the way of what we were building. Times where I've done things and said things you didn't like. With you being my first serious relationship, I thought it would be easy to move on. Yet with you not being with me, I've realized that the absence of my person is even worse than that. After all this, you've made me know that hell is just earth without you. I've loved you with everything I have since the day we met. I hope going to these therapy sessions will help us both learn about each other deeper. I want you to know how much I miss you and what you mean to me. I love you. So that's all beautiful and sweet. And I really appreciate like how they loved each other. You know what I mean? And how they're expressing it. But, you know, let's face it. This back and forth tumultuous relationship is like, it's for the birds in my opinion. Not that you can't love a person, but there's a reason why y'all kept breaking up. And I'm a firm believer in that because of the things that I've been to get, been through. So before we even get into that, you know, he recently had come out maybe about a month and a half ago. Um, and they have about an 18, it's either between 15 to 18 year age difference. And I did kind of agree with him on this point where he said, although the majority of my album entitled hashtag beautiful pain is about my ex-wife and this divorce that has turned into a grueling two years, the smiles and energy and vibrations you brought into my life will never be overlooked. He said, I've learned a very big lesson here and that's why 43 year olds don't try and connect or relate with 25 year olds. And it's like oil and water. It just doesn't mix. I guess I'm really out here grown, grown and trying to keep up with these youngsters. Is not my life or my world. Although it was one of your biggest fears and insecurities, I still don't want her back. I don't want to see her. I've seen her. I don't want to do any, I don't want anything to do with her other than being an amazing co-parent to our daughter, you know, in regards to his ex-wife. And... You know, she's, you know, saying, you know, God knows my heart. Then she put up a post about narcissism and how they can move on to other people when they don't, that other person doesn't know that the games that that person is going to play. And it's, you know, while all of this is true, and I do agree, it is hard to engage with somebody who is 
generationally either younger or older, the fact is, is that there's just differences and, you know, you could date somebody twice older or twice younger than you. And while legally, hopefully they're, they're of age, (laughs) while legally, you know, it could work. The fact is, is that there's just too many differences, just too many differences in opinions, the way you think, and it often doesn't work out. We see where maybe after a certain age, okay, maybe, you know, it's a Candy and Ronald Isley situation where we see that that relationship is thriving and Ronald Isley just looking good and young at 82, I believe he's 81, but The fact is that it always does not, I don't want to say always, but a lot of times it does not work. And he said this in August and child, they are back together, honey. And she posted, sweetest touch has always been yours. I can't deny that. Thank you, my love. Then he says, it's clear I couldn't deny the love I feel for you if I tried. Happy Labor Day, my love. A whole vibe you are. Endless love. Endless love. (laughs) And it's like, they are both hopeless romantics. And this can come off so adorable. And it can also come off very trauma bonding. Like, in one of her posts, she said this was her very first relationship. He has been in several failed relationships. That is no shade. You know, I've been in failed relationships, but her lack of experience in sustaining a relationship, whether it be her fault or not, mixing in with him not properly healing from his past relationships on top of maybe issues that she's bringing in, as well as things that he's bringing into the table, it just breeds a disaster. I'm gonna say it again. I think people need to heal the best that they can and at least get over what they have going on before they get into relationships and try to merge the two. I just feel like even though people will say, no, it's unrealistic, unrealistic, Francesca, you know, no, like they don't have to, you can move. No, I think we need to really sit down and think about what we're getting into before we involve other people. In my experience, I have dated a man who is separated from his wife, you know, albeit a lot of the turmoil he went through, you know, allegedly wasn't his fault. But he was still very broken from that situation. And there was a lot of issues that ensued. And at that time, I was very, very super holy. I'm not having sex before marriage. And I still believe that that is a wonderful practice as I am a a follower of Christ. I just didn't keep that promise, but we praise God for repentance and we praise God for turning it around and in the name of Jesus. 
but you know, I should have never got into that situation. You know, I remember, um, like there were so many things that I did. I did a lot of stupid things, a lot of things just to keep this person in my life. I had broken up with him after three months because I just couldn't deal with the guilt of being with a man who was still legally married, even though he was separated. I just couldn't deal with it. And, you know, whether he wants to admit it or not, he had a lot of toxicity in him that contributed to the breakdown of the relationship. You know, he was just living his life. And a lot of times when you're going through trauma and there's no way out, you feel of your situation, you will spiral out of control instead of holding holding it together and just making logical and wise choices. We get into our emotions. You know, contrary to popular belief, I'm not always together. I had somebody say that to me. You seem always so assured and put together. There's nobody in this world that is put together well. We all are trying to make it day by day. And romantically, that is exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to make it day by day, but I was making dumb decisions. And even though inherently he was wrong, I was wrong too for jumping into that relationship and thinking that it was going to work out, you know, and at one point we were <coughs> long distance and, you know, he was seeing other women and I was in school and there was a lot of trust issues and then there was emotional instability between him and I and he was emotionally unavailable because he felt the type of way because I wasn't giving it up. And then, you know, I felt the type of way because we broke up, but I wanted him to be around and child, he ain't owe me nothing. And it, it was just a mess. And I would like to think that we're cordial now and I wish him nothing but the best, but you would have thought that I learned my lesson from that, right? Nope. Maybe about, oof, I want to say eight years later, seven or eight years later, I enter into another relationship with a person who was in the process of filing for divorce and his divorce was finalized. So I did a little bit better that time, but obviously not the greatest. And that was the toxic relationship of my life where this person was so emotionally abusive that I became reactively abusive. Now for our therapist out there, reactive abuse is when it, it, it pretty much states itself. You are reacting to the abuse that you are receiving. So you are abusive, but someone pretty much brought it out of you in a very, very nasty way. So two wrongs don't make a right. I'm not trying to say, well, he did this first, so therefore I did. No, I could have certainly walked away. And there are several instances where I didn't. There are several things that 
he used against me and probably still does to this day. But even though his divorce was finalized, once again, I should not have entered into that relationship. That was a very toxic, toxic relationship where, you know, I was abusive as much as he was. He used things against me. We even went to see two therapists, two separate therapists, and I admitted my part and he put his best face forward and, you know, he would walk out of the therapies, you know, when he, when he didn't like something I said, he would, you know, gaslight me, then want to come back into a relationship. I was very codependent on him. There were so many red flags in me and so many red flags in him. On top of that, I was dealing with family trauma. You know, you know, we, I had some deaths in the family you know, he had said some horrible things in the midst of those things. And he was putting me through things because truth be told, he was still broken over his failed marriage and not having the financial stability to move forward in an effective way at the time. And, you know, he had a, a young daughter that was special needs and there was so many things going on. And I know, child, his mom was looking at me crazy. At one point, you know, God bless my parents. You know, they did not have boundaries because they just loved me so much. But at one point, he was thrown out of his parents' house with his daughter. And I let him, I asked my parents if he could stay. And they agreed. But there was so much evil and wickedness, I was just practicing that, you know, that just didn't work out. And it was just drama after drama. And there was sex and, you know, there was like just issues with his ex-wife and child, just all types of foolishness that happened, child. Like, a lot of things that he, you know, if he ever hears this, he'll probably say, oh, you know, I can post receipts. You could go ahead and post them. I'm putting myself on blast if, if he hasn't already because there's no contact. But those two therapists, two separate therapists had to tell me. He's putting his best face forward, but he's a narcissist. We can see. Like just the, the traits from a mile away. You've been put in a situation where you are reactively responding to him and you need to stop what you're doing. And they told me, look, do not have contact with this guy. Step away from this gentleman. Do not, do not walk away. And all of this stemmed from me not wanting to share information about a sexual relationship I'd had in the past with another guy who I'm still cool with to this day. But it was weird because me and the narcissist guy, we weren't actively seeing each other. He was still married. We liked each other, but we weren't actively dating at the time. He was actually dating another girl from another state. And 
he got mad when a mutual friend had revealed that because it looked like he wanted to keep that a secret while trying to blast me for wanting to be honest about who I was still seeing. And before I could even be honest about it, he threatened to harm that person. So I never said anything out of protection for that other person. But the way that things twist and turn, you think, oh, if she's hiding this information, then she's not honest. And therefore she still has feelings for this person. No, I just don't want drama. And when I speak to therapists now, and I speak to people who, you know, had my back and could see from the outside looking in, and I speak and gain spiritual counsel and all that, you know, they were all like, yeah, this situation's crazy. You need to get out of it. And that's that. This is a very toxic relationship. And he was toxic and he had a lot of issues that he needed to get over. And unfortunately I was caught in that, but I chose to stick around. Right? So as a result, when I look at this Tyrese and Zelly Timothy situation, we don't know the ins and outs, but what we have had the pleasure of seeing is a very broken man whether he thinks he is or is not, that needs to sit down and heal. That needs to sit down and not because he understands what he needs to do, but he needs to practice it to the point where he's healthy. And you see this young woman who, we don't know her experiences from Jump Street. We only know what she tells us. But we see this young lady who is like beautiful and she has the world in her hands, and so does he, clearly. I mean, he's been famous for 25 years and is still continuing success. I think he just signed on to do three new movies, I want to say. But it's like, none of that matters if you're not healthy. None of that matter. None of that matters, I'm sorry, if you... If you're on and off again, on and off again... And trust me, some people are going to come in these comments and be like, no, you know, my marriage was on and off, but now we're better than ever. Well, congratulations, you did the work. I'm not saying that a relationship cannot be on and off. There's plenty of marriages that are on and off. No marriage is perfect. There are cracks in every marriage because we are all flawed people. What I'm saying is, in lieu of being on and off. It's clear that there are ways to handle relationships that protect people and that are private so that the world don't gotta know what you're going through while you're at your worst moments. But they didn't do that. I didn't do that the last toxic guy that I told you I was with, he didn't do that either. Now, you know, wearing your heart on your sleeve because you're emotional, I've been there, I've done that. You know, I'm not about to come on this podcast and blast other people and not put myself on blast because that's that's 
a sign of disaster. That's a sign of just, oh, you know, it could never be me. No, it's been me. And I don't mind sharing it because I feel like if I'm, if I can just help one person, like other people have helped me, you know, even if one person listens to this, then I've done my job. You know, have I been in more codependent relationships after that? Absolutely. You know, I, I know what it's like to have to break off a codependent situation and set boundaries, even when it was hard and walk away. And I'm not the master of this trade. I'm still working through things as we all are. So if they're back together, God bless them. God bless them. But I hope, and they did mention therapy sessions. I don't know if they're going individually. I don't know if they're going collectively. I would hope that they're doing it both. And I hope that they're honest and they are truly doing the work. Because if not, there's truly no point in them really even like getting back together if it's just going to end up in a cycle yet again. Singleness is a beautiful thing. I will always recommend being single and getting yourself together and having accountability. I know a lot of people aren't Christian or they don't follow the practices of Christ, but I do recommend seeking the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior and repenting every opportunity that you get and really practicing what the word of God says. We're not perfect, so I'm not going to act like it's easy to walk down that path. And some of you might have things to say to them. Why are you spilling this? Why did it? Listen, I spilled my own tea too. And I'm going to voice it whether you guys like it or not. And I think that there's something to learn in this situation. And it, it affirms my decision to continuously hold myself accountable and to acknowledge the mistakes that I've made in past relationships. Moving forward, knowing what I have to do to do better and to be better. It's not just about doing better like I need to find a better person, but to be better is the best accountability of all because you recognize that you're not perfect, that you have toxic ways, that there is ways that you could better respond, that there's mistakes that you've made with friends and family and in romantic partnerships that just weren't right, that what you thought was the best way to handle things, was the worst. And child, you knew what she was doing and you need to stop it. You know, sometimes we are the toxic person in, in the relationship. Sometimes we are being dealt toxicity. And the same way that the doer has the right to stop doing 
the receiver, the giver, or the giver and the doer are the same thing, sorry. <laughs> the giver of toxicity has the right to stop doing it and stop giving off the toxicity. The receiver also has the responsibility to walk away and to set boundaries and say, no, I'm not gonna accept this out of love for you, love of God in my opinion, in my experience, and a healthier me is not going to allow disrespect and the favorite word of the day, toxicity. And then we check ourselves and see what areas have gone wrong. How can I receive accountability? Maybe there are things that I don't see. And being honest, a lot of people are afraid to be honest these days, but it's the only way that we can set ourselves free. And I hope that Tyrese and Zelie Timothy are 100% honest as they embark yet again in a relationship that I don't recommend, but because it's put out there in the world, we've got to talk about it regardless if it's our business or not. I wish them well. Okay, so I voiced it. And I want you to let me know what you think. You can hear this podcast on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find me at Voice It! Exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie. You can also find a video version of this podcast on YouTube under Fran Lavoie. I spilled some of my tea. I know some people are going to be surprised to hear it, but oh well. Um, it is what it is. Obviously, I could care less what people think because I am voicing it. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think. Please be sure to listen, like, comment, share, like, comment. I said comma. Blech. Now I'm the one with the verbal typos. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. And I hope to hear from you all soon and speak with you again. Bye-bye.